morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this iteration of Faster Than a Stand-Up. I'm Brent Lamont. I'm Mark Herbal. I'm Patrick Dodd. And I'm Ronnie Chan. So today we're having a conversation about coaching versus teaching. And sometimes as a scrum master, facilitator, or coach, you can do one or the other or both at any given time, at any given moment. And we're going to have a conversation in future episodes talking about stances. So if you want to look that up, I see agile coaching stances or agile coaching stances. Great conversation to look forward to. Ronnie, give me a conversation topic when it comes to coaching versus teaching. All right. So coaching versus teaching in the context of agile. Um, so my interpretation is that there's a distinct difference between uh, the word coaching and uh, teaching, right? And granted, English is my second language, but I don't think I'm that far off. Um, and as far as Agile is concerned, <laughs> oh, come on, guys. <laughs> um, we, definitely, so we definitely are both, okay? And the distinct difference is, let me, um, let me uh, phrase it. Teaching is something that uh, is factual. So it's something that there's a right and a wrong and correct and incorrect. Like, for example, you teach history. Uh, now, there's various interpretation of history, but whoever provides the teaching is uh, providing information with respect to what that person interprets as correct. Uh, maybe he would or he, sh he might say that, okay, this is a, a different type of interpretation, but that's just um, to him, it's a fact, right? It's a fact of whether uh, one, <clears throat> how history occurred, how history happened, right? Biology, when there's basically you know, it's, it's uh, right or wrong, or it's, it's, uh, it's a factual thing. Um, coaching is something that goes beyond the fundamentals. Um, so, for example, in the sports sense of things, right, there is, you teach fundamentals of how to run or how to throw a ball, right? But depending on the individual skill set versus uh, skill set and um, maybe talent, right, you would adapt how you would uh, teach that person. And that's coaching. To me, that's coaching. So in agile sense, teaching would be teaching them the fundamentals, getting them to learn that, okay, well, here's the values, here are the principles. Uh, these are basically you know, written down and uh, we all know what they are. So we teach them that. Um, and then we also teach them the fundamentals of the events, of the various events that we do. But depending on the personnel that's involved, depending on the construct of the team, we may have to adapt that, uh, kind of improvise it to meet that team, right? So that you could interpret those events that matches those teams. That's coaching. Um, so that's kind of the difference. Right on. All right, Patrick. So on this topic, I think that it comes down to outcome. And um, one of the things that I always refer to is um, what, what, is the, what is the necessary outcome? What is the desired outcome of the interaction? And if it's teaching, I see the outcome is the group or the person becomes a little bit more like you intended them to be. You have information, you have facts, you have uh, sometimes experiential examples that you want to impart to that person or to that group. Um, where, where coaching differs is I, I, I want that person or group to be a better version of themselves rather than something that I want them to be. 
it is becoming is, is, is not sacrificing their identity, but becoming a better version. And that's where I think a lot of the, the art and coaching comes from. And a lot of the real trickiness is trying to ask the right, and it's, this is unfortunately becoming a cliche and overused, but asking powerful questions to, uh, to get people to reach conclusions where they have realizations where they become a better person or a better team without poisoning the waters with your own viewpoint. And, um, and, and, and that can, it's, it's a little bit like fishing for those of you who have fished. It's like you want the fish to believe that it's a worm and not a hook. And so they go in their own direction and they make that choice. <laughs> and let's, let's just show that we got to episode 44 before we started talking about fishing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it was Mark the first eight. two minutes of the first episode before we got to golf. So. <laughs> I got, you know what? I think we, we should roll back to see how long it was before I actually brought a golf metaphor in there. That would be pretty funny. We should. Mark? You know, when, I, when I think about teaching versus coaching, and it was kind of when Patrick was talking, with teaching, I pretty much know where you're going to be at the end. With coaching, I don't know where you're going to be at the end. But with me, I'm going to try to get you to a place that's better than where you are today, right? right? So my role is to get you through a problem and come out the other side saying, this, th we hadn't actually even considered this as a possibility or this is better than we'd originally thought or whatever else. And my role is not to necessarily just facilitate a bad conversation, but to, another stance, but to, actually help you consider alternative possibilities and then decide what's best for you to go move forward. Right. And I think for me, it's the, when do I coach and when do I teach? I think first you have to, if it's a team that's been around for a while, first you have to listen, mm. right? So that you understand what they're going through and how they're progressing. Then you can figure out which piece of your, stance you want to be in are you know am i here to instruct am i here to facilitate am i here to provide knowledge like why am i here what are we going to get out of this and some teams it's the all they want you to do is like can you just verify that we're doing what we should be doing some teams it's please show us what to do and some teams are, yeah, I'm doing this thing because I'm jumping through a hoop that's on fire because my boss said I wasn't doing enough. So please just make sure that I'm doing that. That's like a lot of instances you have to get through that first barrier of just being there, right? Because they hear the word coach and it's like, oh crap, we're in trouble. We're gonna be doing something wrong or somebody thinks we've done something sideways or this is gonna go on my permanent record. Whatever that is, you have to say, okay, look, I am just here to hear what's going on. We'll have some conversations because it may be completely against the book. It may be completely against everything that I think works for a team, but if it works for that team, mm -hmm. then it's just, is there anything you can tweak to improve it? Or is there anything you wanna show them that may be something that they can improve upon. If all of those things don't map, okay, we're good, right? I mean, I can't, I can't make you do something. 
as a, as a coach, as a facilitator, as a scrum master, I can't make you do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm in charge of the process if I'm the scrum master, but I can't make you because the team votes with their feet or votes with not, not being there. I look at estimation as an example, you know, initially I'm going to be more on the teaching side of here's how we do estimates has how we do estimation poker. Here's the general, you know, we have, we all have a series of exercises we can go through with the team and the fruit peeling versus the animal, you know, all that. We all know that stuff, right? Yep. Anyway, team goes off and they do it for a while. And then I've been called back a number of times by well-established teams to say, we don't think we're doing estimates right anymore. And what's interesting about that is they probably are doing estimates right, but they have changed as a team. So the numbers no longer quite apply, right? right. And so n- number one, you're not doing it badly. You're just a little off kilter because you've changed and you didn't realize that you changed. And then let's go back through the process again. And, and we're not going to go, we're not going to peel, you know, do the, do the fruit peeling exercise again, because you don't need that. You already get how that works. What we are going to do is look at kind of aggregations of where you are and decisions that you made. And I'm going to ask some fundamental questions as an outsider, which is like, if I take all these fives, tell me the easiest five and the hardest five. And now tell me that those are approximately the same. And if not, then maybe we should start figuring out a little bit better on where those dividing lines go because you've all changed, right? And that's where I don't know the answers. They ultimately come up with the solution. First is teaching, then coaching. And the coaching is somewhere between six months to a year later where they want to bring you back and say, help me refine this again. Or they want a different viewpoint. I mean, I think sometimes we run into circumstances where we've subbed out for other people on our team to help out with some events. Like, uh, you know, I go on vacation and Patrick covers the events or whatever, and they get a different flavor for what a scrum master or what a coach or what a facilitator does. And that's really beneficial as well because there's not one way. It's like, here's the way that you always do it. Here's a different way to do it. Like I worked with the guy who always had, it's like every retrospective was a different format. That would drive me insane because there, there's all of that extra prep work that it's like, I got other things I got to do for other, for that team, let alone other teams. But if that's what gets your juices flowing as a scrum master, good for you. Good for you. But it's the, can you throw a different flavor on it? Yeah, and I, and I would say, like with the uh, with with the teaching and coaching, I even find that in the same meeting, I'll go between the two stances because completely. I'll have I'll have a team where maybe they just their intern just started a couple days ago, and and that person asks, so what's a story? And I'll be like, I'll need to go into teaching stance because I'm like, okay, let's talk about the intent of the story, let's talk about the anatomy, let's talk about invest, blah blah blah. And then in that same meeting, somebody might go, do you think these are good enough acceptance criteria? To which case I'll transition. I'll go, I don't know. Um, Do you feel you can pick up this story and execute on it today? And if the answer is no, let's talk about that. You're guiding through the conversation of it. And so like, yeah, even in the same meetings, I'll go back and forth based on whatever the need of the group is. Right on. Ronnie? I think um, the point Mark made a little earlier about teams evolving or changing, that's definitely always get the case, right? Teams evolve, uh, members go in and out, management changes, the focus of the, the team changes, priorities change. And with that, their process, they, they might, they could forget the process they had and they kind of sometimes get lost in it, right? So 
every once in a while you need somebody to come in and take a pulse of the, the situation and say, okay, well, you know what, maybe we need to adapt. Maybe we need to change because these things changed within our team, right? So those kind of adapt, I know, improving and adapting needs to happen uh, yep. on a periodic basis. So, I mean, I think we'll always be doing some level of teaching, but a lot of it's going to be more coaching because we need to understand their evolution and to be able to um, kind of point out some of the things they may change um, to make things better. And that's, that's coaching, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So Mark, before we actually started recording this, you talked about how it's on a spectrum. And I think that's a great way for us to think about it in the, where is the team on the spectrum? Because a team can vacillate all over the place. Like they need a lot more teaching in this moment. They need a lot more coaching you know, to what Patrick was saying, you change your stance in the meantime, but if you're brought in, I think you have to inspect to see what they've got going on. You have to adapt what you're going, what you thought you were going to do once you get there. And, you know, if we want to have the trifecta, it's the transparency of the moment, right? Oh, I see what you did there. Look at that, huh? <laughs> and, and sometimes you go into, I mean, I, it, what I was also talking about is you go in and talk to a team and they say, and I, this was a previous engagement with a different company where they said, yeah, we do two week sprints. And if I take that at face value, then I'd say, okay, they already understand how to do this. And, and now my job is to help them you know, be better at it. And yet by stopping listening to what they were saying, nothing that they did even vaguely resembled what I think of as a sprint. So first find out what, wh whether you have common ground in terms of the understanding shore up those pieces that don't quite fit with teaching. They may not want to do it, but at least you can say we have common ground. Let's, let's stop calling it this. So when a team says we want to move from stand up where we actually talk about things and solve real problems and we want to have something in Slack, I ask them, don't call that stand up. Stand -up. It doesn't yeah. solve that problem, right? Now, if that's really what you think is going to work and it didn't, but if that's what you really want to do and you want to try it, then, then call it status because it's status and let's muddy the waters in terms of a definition. So I, you know, I made some recommendations, coached and yep, sure enough. All right. We're at time. That's the end of this iteration. I'm Brent. I'm Mark. I'm Patrick. And I'm Ronnie. Until the next iteration, you can give us a rating at your podcast provider. Shoot us an email at info at faster than standup.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at faster standup. Thanks for listening. And that was faster than a stand-up. <laughs> <laughs>